0: RPGMP3.com and the Campers present A Rise and Fall Adventure set in the world of Tropis. Make a regular donation of just $5 a month to get higher quality audio recordings released ahead of time. That's right. Feed the zombies, monkeys and mutant pirates and you too could get higher quality audio. Listen to my voice listen to the song spilled from my lips. listen to the sagas told by old of the comings of the armored knights and the blood in the snows. listen for a tale is tuned to be told. A tale as old as the skies, as old as the mother-dragons, and as wise as the beasts of the woods, listen. For the name of that tale is betrayal, and it is the iron coin in the purse of those who desire. Above all things, power. Listen. For it is a tale like a gem, with many faces, many views, many forms. And the tale is now to begin.
1: Hello, hello. And yes, the recording is on. Welcome, one and all, to the world of Tropus. Or, as we like to call it, two people in a boat with Alex. <laughs> uh, Danny was busy I like today. Just
2: in a boat with Alex, better.
1: Uh, okay, okay. In a boat with Alex. Um, today, Danny could not run the session. Uh, so, he has put the responsibility on my shoulders. Or, it, it kind of just sidled there. By uh,
2: <laughs> Default?
1: Yeah, by default, since I, I'm i already helping him with the story. I'm fairly sure of what's supposed to happen. Um, so, um, yeah, that's what we have planned. Uh, I'm joined by Brie and uh, Michael. Hello.
2: Hello. Uh,
1: sadly, we are two players short but still we can have a lot of fun we'll just pretend that well uh, it wouldn't be such a big problem for Tash since she was already unconscious
3: and well so is Emma actually
1: uh, that's a fair point yes she is I'd forgotten about that how could I have forgotten about that that's important
3: I just remembered that
1: because uh, I read in my notes cool
2: because we haven't played in a couple weeks.
1: Yeah, that's probably mm-hmm. why I don't remember it. Um, yeah. So, <clears throat> I wish Danny had sent me some maps, so I had some frame of reference, but... Um, <clears throat> you all find yourselves still in the hold of the boat... The Drekivakar has left with the uh, the Valkyrie and with the young Avatar Man. Um, you are still, however, not alone. The people who previously parted for the melee slowly but surely come out from their hidey holes. And still unsure what they will do, stay where they are. Uh, about three, maybe more of the raiders are still in the hold and one of them, a gap-toothed man in his middle years with a bristling beard braided into very crude um, uh, a very crude um, something or another braid. Let's just go with braid. I was thinking of something else, Yes, a very crude dreadlock, just tied together with, uh, with, a, with cords and strings and such. It looks like he hasn't bathed in a while. He um, walks up to Jacques and says, Follow. You got to boat.
3: All right. And so I follow him. I pick up my, ha- my uh, hand axe. And
1: continue to follow him. Um, um, Roland um, taps Jacques on the shoulder. What's up? Gonna need a hand with uh, your friend here, he says, thumbing at in Emma's direction where she lays sprawled uh, on the floor.
3: Yes, I speak to the uh, I speak to Dreadlock, saying, "Hold on a moment." <sighs> Uh, I'll go piggy, put Emma on my back, and continue on.
1: Uh, You got uh, your friend, Roland. And Roland, uh, when you turn to face Roland, he's picking her up as as you ask the question.
2: Cora sighs and picks up the axe and follows both of them. Mm
1: -hmm. Pick up both. Pick up 2 They're small. <laughs> uh, the people once again part way for your strange um, little group, not wanting to get involved. Seeing as uh, seeing as they by what happened to Emma, they see what the price of, of interfering is. Um, once you reach uh, once you reach the um, the deck. Uh, you're surprised by the fact that that uh, it's snowing, not the uh, the thick downfall that would that would cause crunching underfoot, but thin thin snowflakes that you feel on your skin. Um, a cold gust of wind. Reminds you all to keep your cloaks as close around you as you can. As the man leads you uh, to one of the rowboats, um,
3: I ask in uh, I ask the Durdlock guy how far from land.
1: He uh, points in um, in some direction. Um, which you're guessing is towards the mainland. Mm-hmm. 20 minute by boat. By rowboat or... Uh, long he, nods. or... he nods. Rowboat. Okay. He nods at the rowboat. Question. I thank him and... He grunts. Me um... You notice that uh, one rowboat is ready to be lowered down. Uh, Another of the raiders uh, uh, walks up to the other side of uh, the boat um, so that um, they can both work the winches to lower it down. Um, So the boat is actually uh, about to be raised, uh, put over side of the boat and then lower it down mm-hmm. and as far as I know about uh, about boating this is done before you get into the boat um, yes, it is. in all likelihood the boat has some sort of rope you can or uh, like a rope net you can climb down on get into the boat um, but Roland puts Carolyn down and gestures for Jacques to do the same with Emma seeing as it's it would be near impossible to lower them down otherwise all right i follow roland's lead and and the, the raiders grunt with effort as they as they lift the extra extra weight from one armored fully armored woman uh and uh, another woman who weighs average i'd guess um and with a creak, the boat swings over the side. Or the, uh, the rowboat swings over the uh, side of the, the larger boat and is lowered down. A few moments later, you hear a splash. And uh, the men release the winch. Or rather tie the winch because you're going to mm-hmm. want that rope back. All right, let's get moving. Uh, with that, Roland swings one leg over the side of the boat and starts climbing down.
2: Um, Cora will take the axe and hand it to Jacques, and then climb <laughs> down after Roland.
3: I go and... Go now. (laughs) Yes, yes. I put the... uh, I shove the axe into my... Into one of the uh, belt loops. uh, Into one of my belt loops and then... uh, Come down and fall... Not fall down, uh... Climb down to the boat. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, my friend... My... I speak to them. And it's like my friend had some stuff in the captain's quarters that was
1: uh, taken from them. Can we please He's... have that back? In boat. It's in boat. In boat. All right. Thank Ro- you. Braca. That way, he says. You recognize that as um, as being one of the coastal villages along the Redwood Coast. <laughs> um. Roja is uh, the formal connection between the settlements, including Glosendia.
3: Right. Okay.
1: All right. Um, let's see. We're already in the water. Uh, the boat is in the water, and it, you'd have to climb down, but yes, Yeah, it did. everyone else is. Okay, so everyone is in the water. Um, you unhook the winches and push away from the bigger boat. Right. Which releases its sails when you get a few meters out. Right. Yes, I, put use, the oars I use in. meters, so I probably confuse everyone.
2: It's fine.
3: I put the oars into the... Uh set the oars up, and start rowing. Um,
2: Cora will go through the bags on the boat and um, find warmer clothes for her and for Emma and um, get both of them dressed more appropriately for the weather. Mm -hmm. And then she'll huddle down next to Emma and try and keep her warm.
1: um Roland will um I'm trying to think of how large this boat is. Um probably an average rowboat size,
3: a little bit bigger.
1: Yeah, I'd say a little bit bigger than your modern day rowboat because it have to fit um for five people it, in uh, a normal rowboat. Probably uh, the uh, Titanic like yeah, rowboats. Yeah. Exactly. would
2: that be a long
1: boat? Uh, technically, yes. But Danny and I used the word rowboat, so that kind of got stuck in my brain. But yes, a long boat. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, you have your stuff. It's in the boat. They gave you back your stuff. That was nice of them. There's probably... Probably on the order of uh, the wreck of a car. Um, you don't imagine that the uh, the your average raider was very pleased that they had to give stuff back.
3: No, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't think so.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, yeah. Roland looks to Cora and asks, "Did you know that kid, the one got that got taken away?"
2: A, a little. For like three days, maybe.
1: Well, oh, I saw the look on your face.
2: Cora ducks her head and blushes and tries to hide more in her cloak.
3: Yes, it's a shame
1: what happened to the lad. <sighs> Sorry, there's nothing we can really do about it. Normally, I'd be all for it, but um, I still don't have all of my strength. It, this, the statement seems strange because the way yeah. he handled himself in combat seems to imply that he got all of his strength back, so you're not sure what the hell he's talking about.
3: I look at Rowan quizzically, but uh, wave it off.
2: It, it's not your fault.
1: Yeah. And the side was in character.
3: <clears throat> Alright. Well, we got
1: 20 minutes of me rowing. No, they'd probably take turns if he says right. his arms are tight. All right. Well, since we've
3: got time. How about we go in formal, since I don't think all of us have a formal introduction to each other. Are you saying this is a character? Yes. Okay. I'm <laughs> rowing so uh, Roland, you can go first.
1: what you want to know? Um, let's see.
3: Where are you from? Well, first off, I would actually like to know why the hell were you in the water in the first place?
1: Why I was on that boat, you mean?
3: Yes. Well, uh, I heard that they fished you, uh, fished a couple of people out of the water, and I assumed that was you.
2: They,
3: I would know.
1: I was unconscious at the time.
2: Um, they pulled you and, um,. Yeah, they pulled both of you off of a Like a floating plank Kind of Not really a whole boat
1: Well See, that'd be all good and well Except I I don't even remember being on a boat Mm. What do you remember? well, it's kind of disjointed and I'm not sure how much is the same, and I'm not sure where I have been for the I, I'm not sure. It, it's hard to tell. Amnesia? Uh, <laughs> I wish. I remember bits and pieces of what happened to me, like a uh, uh, like a fading dream.
4: Mm.
3: Oh yes, you mentioned something about a Fey King. Oh what? A Fey King. I did. Yes.
2: He did.
1: He did. I believe he did. Did say something about it. Well, let's just say it's someone I don't really like very much. Okay. What about you, he says to Shock? Uh, what would you like to know? Well, it's clear from the way you fight that you're some kind of soldier. And from the way you tried to take on a gang of raiders, not knowing their number or their armament or the fact that there was a a car Maybe even knowing that, I don't know. You obviously haven't been a soldier long
3: Mm. (sighs) I've been in training I've been in training for most of my uh, years Had a couple of combats I'm a
1: sergeant Recently promoted Let me give you a piece of advice When you face overwhelming odds Don't be stupid
3: Hmm. tried to remember that.
1: So where are you from?
3: Uh, well, I'm originally from uh, Feyweather uh, at the capital city. However, I moved to Glicinia for uh, better prospects before the uh, disease and the plague
1: mm-hmm. alright so why are you on this boat well as I said
3: I was recently promoted and may not thought it uh, a great idea of to uh, honor a war a war hero, and a survivor.
1: Well, that's a great big joke, isn't it?
3: Yep. Yes. Though there was other reasons why I was in Maynette. That was just the Maynette y reason why I was
1: there. You didn't have to tell me. That's <laughs> enough for me. What about you, little lady? Um, the boat cool. creaks gently as as, uh, as, Yuck, continues, to as continues to row the boat, a gentle slushing sound coming from the oars as they penetrate the water.
2: I'm Co cool. I was from fair weather.
1: I see uh, was from Fairweather? Well, mm.
2: I guess I still am from there, but I hadn't planned to live there anymore.
1: How come?
3: <sighs> Jacques' face grim- grimaces.
2: Cause I was moving to Glissendia.
3: Alright. As I said, there was a plague. Yeah, but. Uh, was it that bad? Rather. It was probably the worst thing that happened to us since
1: our founding. So. Uh, are a lot of people moving?
3: Yes, we're. A... Faye Weathern is a nation no more. But the nation is gone. Yes, the land is barren. Too many of us have died. People are afraid. People are afraid to even live in their own country anymore. That doesn't
1: sound very good. You notice that the older man's eyes flit to um, the armored woman for a moment before refocusing on the two of you.
2: And Cora is just Letting Jacques speak So she doesn't have to
3: You never said where you were from, Roland
1: I'm not sure it really matters at this point
3: Fair enough The way you handled yourself back there You're a
1: soldier, now. I was
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I guess I still am it's the kind of thing that doesn't really leave you
3: aye and what of your unconscious companion
1: she's the knight of the rose also from fair weather
3: Jacques raises an eyebrow uh in questioning surprise.
1: You're surprised. A Knight of the Rose? You're surprised at that? There was a Drake of a car on that other ship. And a Knight of the Rose surprises you?
3: Cool. No, I figured they would be in Pendra and Pendran fighting amongst themselves.
2: Coral huddled further into her cloak at the mention of the Dracuvacar.
3: Ah, yes, he was a scaly
1: bastard, wasn't he? (laughs) The boat, um, the large boat you came from, is now simply a a dark dot in the horizon. And um, and it takes you... uh, no more than five minutes before you can actually see the coast. That's five more minutes upon the time that has actually passed. Okay. Um, The nation of Pentacan has long been known to be a beautiful place, but also a very deadly place where if... The cold doesn't kill you. Then surely some other threat from the environment animals. Something else will kill you. It is a place where the strong survive. And it is a place that looks the part. First thing you see before seeing actual land is the trees. Capped with snow in the foreground playing against the mountains far behind them rising and falling
3: Mm. good land's finally coming
1: that's good you haven't really asked to you know take turns your arms, your arms must be quite sore unless of course you're used to rowing boats
3: uh, nah nay, I'm not used to uh, rowing boats but it's uh, it's fine
2: mm-hmm. um, I have a question Sure yeah does anyone know where we should go from here when we land?
1: Well, judging by the time of the day, I think it'd be a good idea to set up camp. Yes we don't we'll know better which way to head once once it's morning and light returns. The sun <clears> he <throat> points at the sky where the sun is about to dip into the water. Isn't gonna stick around much longer, is it? In these lands, no.
2: I I get that, but I was wondering, like, when we, it's the morning. Does anyone know where to go?
3: I do. This is my home, after all.
2: Okay.
1: Roland just thumbs at Jacques. See, he knows. He Not seems he seems reluctant to take charge, to say the least.
2: Cora <laughs> looks slightly intimidated by Roland. <laughs> she looks slightly intimidated by a lot of things.
1: Indeed, by her own shadow, for example. <laughs> um, Roland is wearing uh, a quite odd garb, really, for this part of the world. Um, aside from um, his uh his wool cloak which is almost a requirement if you're to survive the cold weather. Um mm-hmm. but his his um waxed wool long coat certainly seems a little out of place. That coat yeah. Where is that
3: from? I've never seen anything like it.
1: It's dominos
3: you've been the dominos
1: yeah once or twice for some reason he seems to grin hm. Fun memories uh <laughs> roland stands up and turns towards the um it's not really bright to stand on a boat, you know. You'll well, fall off. <laughs> he doesn't do so blindly. He's holding on to the sides. Alright, I'll get in and tie the boat to something.
3: We're better off just dragging it to shore. And then what?
2: Um, Help using
3: Use the boat to uh, add to building a shelter.
1: I guess. You're the native.
2: I, I can look for, like, wood and stuff.
1: Not on your own. Um, out of curiosity.
3: You... Yeah, go on. Out of curiosity. Do we have anyone who can actually uh, perform first aid on... Uh her
1: companion. You mean Emma? Mm-hmm, Emma. Uh, What was healing-based? Does anyone have the healing skill? I certainly don't. I do not. Um, I have survival. I don't... I don't think um, so, but I'm guessing we could just hope that she gains consciousness. She's <laughs> breathing at the very least. We know that yeah. much. I know Dany isn't going to kill me for saying that.
2: I think the best we could do is keep her warm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and... The boat lurches a bit as you hit the, the, uh, the beach. Mm. It seems... The the sky has gone uh, And the surrounding area has gone so dark That in fact You didn't notice That was quick Not really Yeah I did say five minutes and five minutes Or more did pass Alright whatever (laughs) Roland help me push the boat up Uh, Roland gets in And starts pushing the boat
3: Jacques does the same, and... Corrie, do you want to get the uh, knight out? Me? Mm-hmm.
2: I don't think I can pick her up in her armor, but I'll try.
3: Do what you can.
2: Cora will uh, try.
1: I think we'll say Cora cannot. All right. The best, I don't Cora know what can do, the best Cora can do is proper up against the side of the boat going, I can't. Yeah. She's too heavy. All
3: right. <laughs> All right. Roland, do you want to get... Actually, let's just go and push
1: the boat. We're not that far from shore. <laughs> Where you were actually at yeah. the shore, so right. have to push, have to push it yeah. up onto land. You're, yeah, you've if not you hit a beachhead pretty much, a, a very small one. Um, uh-huh. Seeing as, you no, know, it's more like a muddy beach because it's not really sand. Uh-huh. Um, it's a muddy part uh, of it's like red clay, uh, and. Past that is just grass covered in a thin sprinkling of snow. What did the uh, Raider say it was called? Uh, the the town? You're not yeah. sure the town is close by. It was called Rojabraca.
3: Rojabraca. Um, can I figure that out? If we're close by to it or not?
1: Uh, well, what are your skills?
3: Let me well, try. I have a D6, Knowledge
1: Pentacan. Well, D8 in Survival. Well, that you certainly do. Roll me a D6. You can roll it uh, on your end. I don't care. You have dice, right?
3: Uh, Yeah, just let me go get my uh, Dice Roller up. Dice since, Rollers. <laughs> yeah. Since I figured that we would be doing this on Map Tools.
1: No, there is no Map tool. MapTool is the enemy of, of imagination and fun. Alright. Anyone who disagrees can suck it.
2: Can I suck it anyway?
1: Uh, sure. Hooray! Not on recording, though. That would be, uh, highly inappropriate. Okay, six.
3: Nine.
1: Nine. 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 That is, that is like. Uh, wait, Uh, four is a success. That's a success with the rays. Mm-hmm. Almost two raises well no it's it's one raise and then one one above and then one raise
4: mm-hmm.
1: um so yes you think you um uh, might have come a, just a little bit short it would take about a oh i'd say a day's journey maybe um maybe more to get to roger braca okay um, but seeing as this is a place you've only read about on maps and you only have an approximate idea of where you are, um, that is just your, your guess, but you're fairly sure.
2: Mm-mm. Um, can, is he doing anything that Cora can realize what he's like, that he's trying to figure out where we are?
1: Uh, I suppose he's looking around, uh, at the uh, at geogra- geographical and topographical um, landmarks and such? Because mm-hmm. if you studied maps, that's what you look for. Um, yep.
2: Cora digs through Emma's clothes and belongings and pulls out a map.
3: <laughs> really? Oh, we have a map. And hands <laughs> <it marvelous>?
2: <laughs> Jacques. It's the one that was in the captain's quarters that nobody had the languages at the time to read.
1: Oh, man. Uh, uh, oh, man. let see. I don't think I asked Danny about what that was. You know, I'm, I'm going to just say it's a map of the area we're in. Sorry. Not specifically, but... um like the general area we're in is called uh, it's called something special special mm-hmm. um we're yeah oh yeah um we're in a strip of impassable coast known as the Drakiekiopter um I'll need a knowledge check from you again actually sure uh, to figure out what this map is.
3: I got nine again.
1: Nice. Um, it's... Uh, this Drekki kiopter is known to be very unsafe. Um, to, to... Hold on a tick. How does that... Wait a minute. To try and tr- cross it at night is suicide. Yeah, exactly, because uh, of the amount of rocks that um, yeah. that uh, coat the beaches. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, you are able to identify that you're very close to Roojubraker and Hvitirfala, a watch fort of stain Gata and the uh, mine zone by the Vatari excavations.
3: Okay. Vatari? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, right. The closest location would be Friterfala, uh which is the watch fort. Yeah. But, okay. um, yeah, you'd have to relay that.
3: In character. I relay that information to them. In character. Because it's fun. All right. Can you... I can post the can... uh, fort's name? Uh, I'll just paste it.
1: All right. Thank you. La, 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 la. And post it. That's pretty much what I said. But
3: all right, here we go. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, it appears that we're in uh, Drecky Kojopa. Danny will probably be so pissed I fucked that up, but whatever. <laughs> Roland, uh... sh- Roland shrugs. He doesn't know the pronunciation. Essentially, it's... uh, We're on a coastline. Bless you, Roland says. (laughs) We're on a coastline that's... uh, Not particularly safe, thanks to all the rocks. It's very hard to uh, cross, and it's suicide at night. So we are pretty much forced to camp here for tonight. Also, we're close to... uh, a couple of Gosinian uh, villages, uh, Lodger of Braca and Hitiafala. And Hitiafala is the uh, watch fort of Stein Geeta. Wait, no, that's a different thing. There's a watch fort of uh, Stein Geeta, and the mines that are owned by the Vatari uh, excavations.
1: No, I and... think Stein Geeta is Hivetarfala. Okay, uh, that's the way I interpreted what he had written, anyway. All right, um, there's a
3: watch for it there, and the closest location is uh, to Vitiapala, and we could
1: reach it just after nightfall. Well, with two unconscious people, I doubt it. Yeah, my thoughts exactly
3: on that.
2: Um. So... Yes, Cora? Are we going to stop where we are, or are we going
1: to... Let's move a bit further up. We don't want our things to get washed away by the by the water. I don't know how the tide works right at this location, but better safe than sorry. Mm-hmm. Tide here is like any other...
4: Yeah, well...
3: We places. form camp upwards towards... Uh, probably where the rocks are. <laughs>
1: um, I'd say the rock... No, the... Well, you find a little um, clearing surrounded by trees, and while this landscape is incredibly beautiful, you can't shake the feeling that you're being watched. Um, notice checks from Uh-oh. everyone, including me. I uh, fail. And um, notice I checks. checks. <laughs> I don't uh, remember you, how to roll. Um, uh, you, D10. Need... Roll a D10.
2: Right, but then don't you get the... Um, the what? The other second die?
1: What's yes, yeah, like and that a D6. That wild D10 okay. and a D6. And you succeed if um, if they surpass four.
2: Um, I got five plus two and five.
1: Awesome. So you succeed. All right.
3: Um, on my D4, I have a 0, and my D6, I had a 5. But do I also add the minus 2 to my wild die, or no? I don't, ah, shit, I I don't think so, but... I don't oh, think wait. you do.
2: You said I... minus 2?
3: Yeah, no. I have a D4, because I don't have a skill rank in it.
1: I think the wild die is, is unmodified in all circumstances.
3: Then I have a 5.
1: That's what I think, anyway. We do have to look that up uh, at some point. But yeah, I'm going to say that you both succeed. And I'm going to have to find my dice real quick. Hey, guys, you know what I ordered off the internet?
2: No. What? There uh, are fast varied many things you could have ordered off the internet. It's not porn. But that's what the internet is for. You're doing it wrong.
1: A Russian bribe? Uh, no. Tempting, but no. Uh, A pound of dice from Chessex. We don't have Chessex over here, so I had to order it from a store in the UK. Because I want to have lots of dice, so I never run out. And it was actually cheaper than buying it from a Swedish store, which depressed me a little bit.
2: Including shipping?
1: Including shipping.
2: That's sad.
1: It's very sad. Um... Uh, mm-hmm. my my notice is a d8 it's the funny triangular looking one and the d6 when and Roland fails a it's a trap um, yeah uh the two of you notice a a um a little rat watching you from the woods, sitting on its on its hind legs.
2: Um,
1: it's a, it's a it's a smoky gray rat, and it's watching you from a bush.
2: There's a rat again. Cora points at it. Uh, it,
1: it gives it gives Cora a creeping sensation along her spine probably brings on a shiver that has nothing to do with a cold. Um, The rat scurries away. As Roland turns, I don't see anything.
2: It ran away.
1: Sure you're not just imagining things?
2: Yes.
3: Oh, yeah. I found the roll for it. For what? Uh, For whether or not the wild, yay, wild die gets uh, a minus two or not, and it does.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I was thinking, because otherwise you always get...
3: Um, you might as well not be trained in anything.
1: Yeah, because you, get you just D6. get a D6 anyway. That's what I thought. Yeah. That's why I was unsure. Because I was like, wait a minute. I wouldn't really be fair to the trained players. Um. Yeah. So, uh, you set up camp, um, uh, and, and you're lacking in uh, in all but uh, wood, although you do have a nice-looking boat with some solid-looking planks you could use instead of running around alone in the woods, gathering dried sticks. Problem, of course, would be that the boat is wet, or was oh. wet.
2: Cora will um, forge around the area um, with sight of everybody looking for helpful stuff.
1: Um, Roland, Roland stands, uh, looks to Jacques and says, keep an eye on camp, would you? And he... Keeps an eye on Cora, standing nearby with a uh, hand on his sword hilt, and uh, his, and, look, and he looks around for any sort of danger.
3: Jacques gonna go and start building camp.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And uh, give me a survival roll. Alrighty, one sec.
2: Do I get one for like finding stuff for him to build stuff with?
1: Sure, survival roll from you too. I'll
3: let her do it first,
1: and I'll say a uh, 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 a what check from someone to be something.
2: Well, both of us have woodsman, just so you know. Yeah. We
1: got. I got a nine with woodsman. I'm going to see what I get So did I Let me see what I get Just for fun Because I have It's I don't have any skill in it Uh I know Roland has no idea What to do in this place He Is He looks uneasy Like he's jumping at shadows He he walks on a twig And then like Turns around And then realizes Oh right That was That was me (laughs)
3: I go lift up the uh, longboat, put it on top, set it in a nice little nook on So part of it on top of a rock, so there's uh, like a lean-to effect. Mm-hmm.
2: Cora is looking for anything that can be used to build a shower or a shelter. A Sh-
1: uh, shower? That would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> No. And I look
3: around for
1: uh, and... some moss, not briar, but moss. <laughs> just the regular and... moss. I'm going to these... say, with the uh, with the enormously good rolls you made, uh, you just succeed with what you do. You find you find moss, not briar, just mm-hmm. moss, and uh, you find what you want to do or succeed with the woodsman thing that you want to right. do.
2: I wanted so to we gather stuff our to build a fire.
1: that oh, you did. And you found perfect dried build twigs. A
2: shelter.
1: Roland just stands uh, looking rather sexy. <laughs> now
3: hey, <I'm> just... Roland. <laughs> I yell out to Roland. Yeah. You want to go and start setting up the uh, inside of our uh, lean-to here? You know, put blankets and stuff down there. So we
1: actually have something warm to sleep on. Uh sure. I'm gonna say that's a simple enough instruction that he doesn't actually have to roll survival to figure out what the hell you he mean. Put down blankets. Uh, Okie dokie. I'm gonna roll smarts to see if he is if he's gonna herp derp. <laughs>
3: Because he can't understand my Paezwestern accent.
1: <laughs> no, he succeeds. He understands you. On the wild die. <laughs> anyway. Um. So yes. Um. After what? a few minutes, you have all set up camp and um, have a nice roaring fire. Indeed, a nice crackling fire. A fire which. Somehow none of you could light, but Roland. Because of the. I have a tinderbox. You do.
2: Yeah. yeah. That's, that's awesome. A bow
1: drill. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, never mind. <laughs> you guys light it.
2: Wait, what? What do I technically have? Now I want to know. You have a bow no, drill, you, I
1: thought, because you you got your stuff back, so you have all the stuff.
2: Oh, I have a fire starting bow. That's what I have.
1: Um. Yeah um Roland pulls the uh, the brown gloves from his hands and tucks them on, under his belt as he sits sits down around the fire. <sighs> it's nice to sit down I
2: um what what did we do with the two unconscious women under, uh,
3: underneath the uh Yeah, Underneath that uh, shelter Mm
2: -hmm.
3: In the blankets Where it's warm Yep Yep.
2: Okay Um, Cora's gonna sit um, At the edge of the warmth of the fire
1: Aren't you cold? You're
3: gonna freeze to death, woman Get over here
2: I'm fine
1: (sighs) Is she wearing a cloak or something?
2: Yeah, she has a fur lined cloak and mittens, and. Um,
3: really, the only one who's truly set up for uh, a winter expiration.
2: <laughs> it, it was in her bag that was on the boat. Um, let's see. She had.
1: In the distance, you hear a howl. Mm, wolf probably with my survival
3: I could find out are my knowledge Pentacan
1: and this is uh, this is so far away that even if you succeeded with your roll, you would not be able to place where it's from uh, right. the way the landscape is especially around this area uh, sounds... Uh, that comes from yeah sounds from higher up tend to echo down the valley mhm so likely it's just a wolf and its pack roaming the lands mhm this is the these lands seem to be very untamed unlike very unlike the civilized Maynette.
3: yeah but it's home not for you i wouldn't trade it Anyway, <laughs> Jacques rubs his hand. Also takes off his gloves and uh, rubs his hands on the fire. He then proceeds to uh, take out a small little book, a uh, a, a jug of a
1: jug hey, can and I just, a quill. Can I just point something out real quick? <laughs> when I'm making a description, please don't answer in character. It confuses me. <laughs> I do descriptions in my normal voice, and when I'm in character, I do the slight American voice. Oh, alright. I'm sorry. It's hard to tell. It is? No. For me.
2: Oh, I'm used to listening to you?
1: Mm, it'll, it'll come. It's just, it's confusing for me because then it's like, wait, is he in character? Because you don't really have a voice for your character, so for me, I. Yeah, I know. I'm nope. still
3: trying to find it.
1: That's okay. That's okay. I'm, wasn't criticism or anything, I'm just saying. All right. It's fine. Um, so, yes. Hello. Um, it would take a five-minute break. I need to use the bathroom. <clears throat> um, Cora, you noticed that since you closed in on land, in fact, now that you think about it, Since land first came into sight, you've had this this buzzing in your head, like a like almost like a headache or a pressure that's been building. Um, You're not sure why.
2: Cora rubs her temples.
1: Got a headache, kid?
2: Um, but it'll go away.
1: Mm. I'm curious. Uh, uh, what interest did the Dracula car have in, in that girl? One that got taken. Mm -hmm. I I don't know,
3: really. He just stared at her and sniffed her blood.
2: Um, I wasn't taken.
1: No, I mean, I mean the other one. The one you guys were talking about. Uh, what do you keep calling her? You said Valkyrie. That's the one. You guys were talking about it when I'd woken up. I do not know, really. Well, at any rate, I guess it doesn't matter now.
4: hmm
1: But the question is, where do we all go? And how long do we travel together? I don't have... Um, I don't have a lot of uh, good experience traveling with larger groups let's, just, let's uh, just say that
3: We have four days until the campaign season truly ends um, I'm just gonna go and post what uh, Danny said when I was uh, talking with him on dates.
1: Ba-ba-da-da-da. I'm loving it.
2: Um, I would appreciate it if I could stay with you guys until we find somewhere that's like a town that I could stay in. Mm-hmm. If that's okay. Fair enough.
3: Yes. Um, I believe it would be best for all of us to stick together until we get to some sort of civilization.
1: Roland, looks at Cora for a moment and something about his face, his eyes in fact, soften. But um, he simply nods. All right, I guess we could do that. Mm -hmm. Thank
2: you.
3: Shark puts the feather back into the journal and closes it. Right. So, four days from now, it's going to be the uh, Apothea de Tentis. Uh, essentially, that's when all the weapons and stuff get put into the uh, into storage, and we're basically uh, locked into the town to uh, avoid the blizzards that come after.
2: If If we... Don't get there in four days. Will they let us in?
3: Yes, they'll let us in. It's not really a problem with that. It's more that they'll think us insane for trying to cross to get to them in uh, winter with uh, blizzards.
1: Well, where's the clo- Is this the closest place we can get to?
3: Um, the closest place we can get to is just, uh, literally, we can get there just
1: after nightfall. Well, maybe when, that's the best plan. I right. I we do have two unconscious people, and we don't know when they'll regain consciousness, if they will, he says, and sort of, again, glances towards the, uh, the little shelter they've built for the two women.
2: Um,
1: right. Yes,
3: Cora. Please, go. Continue.
2: Is it a good place to stay for a whole winter?
3: Um... Do I make another knowledge roll on that, or should I already know this?
1: Uh, I'd say you're not sure. Um, But, I mean, common sense dictates that anywhere that's indoors Mm-mm. is better, uh, and if it's a watch thing, watch fort, I'm guessing it's... Going to have houses that are usable and such. Well, if they they just abandoned the watch forts, sneak attack in the winter. Yeah. Well,
3: the forts will be manned, and there's definitely going to be food and
1: resources.
2: But will we be unwelcome?
1: In my experience, most Kegians are unwelcoming to each other.
3: True, but you have me. Jacques smiles.
1: Does he say "Schwing"? Do his teeth produce a light that could blind people?
3: Yes, his smile just
1: uh,
2: no,
3: blind no, teeth no, on the. No. No. No, it doesn't. No, it
1: doesn't. It <laughs> was a reference to moss. I'm joking. No, I'm
2: joking.
3: I'm joking entirely. I knew exactly what you guys were going to. Um, then why? Because I thought it would be funny. No. Um, no, it's because I'm a sergeant of a, I'm a sergeant in their uh, military, and I have to go and make my report. So you guys will be uh, allowed in.
1: Along with me. In that case, much appreciated. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, What about her? Um, (laughs) Carolyn.
3: She's a knight of the the rose. She'll be uh, most welcome. Good. Good. As far as I know, the knights haven't soiled
1: themselves here. Well, I certainly hope not. <laughs> so, Kit, he says, and turns to Cora. Oh, what exactly do you? What? What do I? What? Well, uh,
2: uh,
1: where's your family? Um,
2: they're. They're dead Oh
1: Oh, I'm sorry
2: She Waves a hand To kind of wave it away Like she doesn't want to talk about it
1: Dismissively Yeah Well I know I know the feeling But You know What don't kill you Makes you stronger Mm
2: Mm-mm she sniffles a little.
3: Right. Um, we'll step out for a little bit to see what I can go and hunt for
1: food. All right. As he does that, uh, Roland sits down uh, on a log next to Cora, Sort of just puts a hand on her, uh, on her head.
2: She kind of... Ducks, like a little bit, like.
1: Uh, as in, she braces for like. No,
2: she oh. like kind of like just ducks down. Like you know how like if you go and pet a dog and they don't want to be a pet, they'll kind of like slink under your hand. Yeah. She she does that and then she stops. Mm-hmm. And lets him put his hand on her head. And then she holds very still.
1: Right. So I go up there. You don't have any other family? No. I'm sorry, that must be difficult. Yes. Uh, are you hungry?
2: Um. Yes, I I can make a trap.
1: It's probably a good idea. Okay, I'm I'll pretty go. sure I'm pretty sure my travel rations survive whatever crash I was in.
2: She reaches into her bag, hands him a travel ration, and then.
3: Hands on a, one of the 200 fish in her pack.
2: <laughs> and then <laughs> scurries off quickly away to um, go make a trap. And then once she's away, she works at a normal pace.
3: Um, oh. Yeah, I got a 15 on my uh, survival if I actually needed to uh, roll something to go and hunt. mm mm-hmm.
2: hell did you do
1: that i got Uh, a raise on a d8 oh oh man i'm gonna say you managed to bag two two rabbits
3: all right i come back smiling a little bit and
1: i show rolling the uh two rabbits well what do you want a medal well done I guess we're eating tonight
3: Uh yes Oh
1: yeah Where did the uh The young one go She went off to make a trap or something
2: Corey got a nine to make a trap
1: She makes And a you n- can
2: still see her cause she's not stupid enough To leave being able to see you guys
1: Oh in that case She's over there Ah, uh, You do know I have a A fish uh, what's it called? Um, Roland interrupts him with a sort of sh- gesture, but without the noise. Let, uh, it wor- let, it, let it work. It'll take her mind off things.
3: You asked her a personal question, didn't
1: you? Well, no more personal than what everyone's been asking each other. True. It was a sore... It was a sore... <laughs> spot, though. I doubt she really wants to talk about it, especially with a stranger.
3: Jacques nods as he walks to his uh, pack and pulls out a uh, pulls out a uh, skinning knife. Well, do I actually
1: ha- do I
3: have to roll to uh, skin them?
1: No. no I'm going to say you know how to do that. And if Danny wants to rule that you need to roll for it at another time, then that's his thing. But for the right. sake of narrative flow, you manage to skin them quite deftly. But I'm going to say that that's what you do for like uh, two minutes. You can still mm-hmm. talk, but uh, that's what you're currently doing.
3: He nods and he starts skinning the uh, rabbits
1: quite expertly. So, so what's her story? I don't know. She lost her family. Think fairly recently, maybe the plague. Mm.
3: Many a many a person has lost a family to the plague.
1: I can't believe fair weather isn't around anymore. Now what else is What else is going on? In <sighs> fact, uh, what What year is this? I, I know that sounds strange. Just humor me.
3: Fine. The year is, uh, <clears throat> five thousand thirteen. What? Yes, the Theocrat list, no less.
1: Uh, Roland uh, seems to rub at the bridge of his nose, his eyes closed. that means nah, never mind it, It's the it's... theocracy has
3: fallen if you've been living under a rock recently
1: let's just assume for sake of conversation that I have fair enough
2: Korra uh, well.
3: Minet you know that Minet is the uh, strongest uh, of the uh, nations correct well.
1: I know they're the richest. And if you got money, you can always buy a mercenary army.
3: Right. So they denounced the uh, theocracy and, uh, and got many of the nobles to uh, side with them on it. However, because of this, they got into a fight with uh, their neighbor, Vata. And they've been fighting ever since. Great. Just right. What? Which leaves Glacindia, a Feyweathern and Maynetian project
1: abandoned for the most part. Except of course for the settlers. I. <sighs> doesn't the? Doesn't we
3: have the, a governess. We have, we used to have two, actually. One was assassinated, and the other one is about ready to go and declare a civil war on the people we were trying to uh, tame and actually get along with.
1: I'm guessing you have words to say about that. <sighs> she has no grasp on politics here. Not a lot of people do. Besides, politics is dirty business can't Cora's... just go around changing the world.
2: Cora's going to set her trap, and then on the way back to you guys, she's going to notice whenever she gets close enough that you're skinning two rabbits, and she'll bring um, stuff to make a spit with her.
3: Jacques notices and uh, says, Ah, thanks, Cora.
2: She nods and sits down at the that's edge a, of the fire again.
1: It's a good thing I've got you two along with me. <laughs> hey, maybe it's fate, Roland says with a with a grin, but it seems to be mostly humorless.
2: Rye, perhaps?
1: Yes, a rye grin. Thank you. Don't sound so static for us, eh? I don't sound static. I sound fine. All right.
2: I think he said ecstatic.
1: Yeah. All right. Oh, you meant, uh, Brie. Cause she was like,
2: <gasps> what?
1: <laughs> exactly.
2: No, Alex, that's you.
1: Oh, that was Every you. five seconds. Oh, you did it. Anyway.
3: You know um, what? Let's blame it on the two unconscious people and continue on. I would
1: agree with that.
2: Um, I'm sorry you're stuck with me.
1: Sorry? What do you mean?
2: Um. Never mind.
1: No. Just speak your mind. You're not going to get anywhere if you keep hiding your face all the time.
2: I'm. Um, I'm. Sorry. Um. I Just meant I'm not helpful. Sorry.
1: On the you think, contrary, you seem to be the best equipped person here. You think I, I'm helpful? What have I done? I've pretty much done only the most basic tasks. I am not used to the woods.
2: <laughs>
1: this much uh, is obvious.
2: <laughs> I, I'm not dead. What do you mean? You fight. Well
1: Yeah It's not a skill to create That's just a skill to destroy
2: Cora rubs at her temples A little more
4: Jacques
3: just Laughs a little bit At uh, Roland's uh, At Roland's comment You and my father would have Gotten along so well Oh, why is that? Well, he was a scholar and a bit of a philosopher. Studied a lot of the uh, pentacanny culture. I see. Mhm. Fought with a pen instead of a sword, as the saying goes. Yeah,
1: well, I, 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 I think actually in fantasy, worlds <laughs> well, that would probably be fighting with a quill. Instead of the sword, but I suppose a quill is a pen, so uh, whatever.
4: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I'm not much of a philosopher. I uh, I just had a lot of experience, I guess. What My is life- philosophy but experience? <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're right on that one, kid. Right. Um, Cora, is the uh, spit ready?
2: Um, here. She hands it to him with both hands.
1: And Jacques, uh, thank you. Jacques manages to skewer the skinned rabbits with ease. We'll be, be eating well tonight, right? <laughs> <laughs> looks like it. Although, he turns and looks towards the boat. I'm not sure what we're supposed to do for them.
2: Maybe water.
1: I guess. They should be well for for now anyway. (sighs) They need to either get help or regain consciousness soon. And if I'm going to carry Carolyn for a longer while, someone else is going to have to help me carry uh, her armor. I can carry her on her own, but with the armor I can only carry your short distances so I'll mm-hmm. need a hand with that.
2: Well, the armor probably weighs the least between the armor and both of them, right?
1: Yeah.
2: I'll carry about right. that then.
1: All right. See? You're being plenty helpful. Any <laughs> path on the head again? This time it's more of a ruffling of her hair. A fatherly kind of thing. Yeah, or older brother.
2: She doesn't duck this time. But she still doesn't look very comfortable.
1: Indeed. So, how long have you had this headache? Um. Think about it.
2: I don't know, like, around when we landed, maybe? It, it, it's not that big a deal. It'll be fine in the morning.
1: Is it like a, uh... he seems to think for a moment, but you're fairly sure that that moment of, of thought is staged. Could it be a buzzing, maybe?
2: Um, why why is my headache so important?
1: Just answer the question, please. What kind of pain? Is it it in your head? Is it an intense pain?
2: I guess it's buzzing. Why?
1: Well... Um it's nothing. I just... I just thought about something. I, I, th- I think it's just a, a headache. It, you d- don't have to worry about it. And I'm gonna see how well he lies. Let me check. Where did I put my dice?
3: Would that be um, a smart throw or something?
1: Um No, I think lying is something else. I hope I'm not waking anyone up in my house. That is right. So I think I need to roll. Is it charisma? Oh, no, that's must be. must have to do with persuasion or something.
3: Yeah, I'm charisma to it. I just that's as much as I know anymore. It's been a while since I actually
1: had to lie to somebody in Savage Worlds. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that you guys know that he's hiding something. And there we'll go with that. Okay. <clears throat> <sighs> I'm sorry if I made you uncomfortable before, Cora.
2: It, it it's fine. She says slightly too quickly. <clears throat>
1: Yeah, all right, if you say so. So, Mm. if we run into trouble, Cora, I want you to run and hide. All right? Or make sure, at least, (coughs) that no one gets close to Carolyn. And what was the other girl's name? I believe it was Emma. Emma. All right, make sure no one gets close to them. Um... If you run into trouble, me and Jacques can take care of it.
2: I, I have weapons now.
1: Yeah, but you don't have much in the way of armor, do you?
2: Um, no.
1: No. Of course, I guess that wouldn't really matter against an animal, but... <clears throat> me and Jacques are the experienced ones here, and... You don't want to have blood on your hands, not if you can afford it.
2: I'll, I'll try not to be in your way.
1: No, don't. Don't worry. You're not. It's just he seems to look at her with the slight, slightly softer eyes than he usually has um, <clears throat> before his face turns back to the to the hard-faced appearance that it usually has. Don't worry. You're not in my way.
2: Okay.
3: Jacques goes and uh, lays, puts the furs, uh, the rabbit furs, um, somewhere where they won't stink up the place. And mutters something walks back muttering something about tanning them later
1: so let me ask you a question Jock certainly I'm aware that you were that you were going to Glacendia for a reason yeah
3: It is my home.
1: But why weren't you traveling on a a safer boat? I mean, if you're military, why not travel with a military vessel? (laughs) Uh,
3: The uh, story is interesting, to say the least. As you know, I was in Mainnet. And apart from my mission there the real reason why i decided to go to uh Maynet, i couldn't get an couldn't get an answer from them and instead of waiting for the inevitable uh, uh let's see what's the word um da 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 Uh, let's see where. Instead of waiting for the uh, levy to uh, <laughs> levy to bring me into their uh, petty grievances, I left as quickly as
1: I could. I see. Probably mm-hmm. the wisest thing to do, all things considered.
3: I am a, I'm part of the military of uh, Glycindia. Not, I don't have time for uh, a
1: foreign cause. I guess that's also wise. Although, Mm -hmm. as you've seen, nations rise and fall. Yes. I managed to say rise and fall
3: in character. (laughs) <laughs>
2: and then you ruined it
1: I'm you sorry it out. I'm sorry I'll edit this part out
2: I got it without you pointing it out P.S.
1: P.S. I'm a dot. <laughs> P.S. Bria's PMS
2: Um No
1: No you don't I don't think
3: People need to know that. I certainly didn't.
2: It's not true.
1: People don't care. They just want sleeves. Ha ha ha. I'm sorry. Please forgive me.
2: Anything for you, Alex.
1: Awesome. She'll just BTK you later.
3: Excellent. BTK.
2: Oh, sorry, it confused me because my initials are BKT and I get confused <laughs> every time I hear BTK. <laughs> but no, now I know what you're talking about.
1: Butt sex team kill?
2: Fine torture kill. He's a serial killer.
1: Oh, okay. He's mm-hmm. still on the loose? No. no. That's good, I guess. Um... Yes, um, it starts to get late, and you feel in deep into your bones that the cold and weariness have started getting to you. It's about time that you uh, roll up into your bedroll and get some sleep.
2: Cora's going to try and give the two unconscious women water before she goes to sleep, even if it's just like sticking snow in their mouth.
1: Mm. Um, they both seem to be uh, I'd say well enough that that they can actually drink water and swallow it the breathing and the reflex, they might cough a little bit but it goes down Mm -hmm. but they don't wake and uh, Emma feels warm to the touch warmer than she should
2: Like to herself or to other people?
1: Uh, to other people. She is noticeably warmer than... Um, than... Uh, than I was about to say Valkyrie, but Carolyn is. Carolyn just seems to be sleeping very deeply. Um... Or rather comatose, but that word isn't really known in Trappers. It's a fey word It's a fey word They just say He sleeps forever In the mists of Morpheus
2: uh, Cora's gonna If they're not already Arranged that way Put Carolyn and Emma close to each other And then lay next to them And yay warmth
1: mm-hmm.
2: And she has a blanket too
1: Alright I'll take first shift Alright.
2: Shift.
3: Yeah. Watch the camp.
2: Oh Um I could do that.
1: Now get your sleep. I'll wake okay. you up if you're needed.
2: Are you sure? I'm sure. Okay.
3: Um, Jacques stays up for a little bit longer to uh, speak with Roland. Okie dokie. Okay. You seem to have uh, commanding experience
1: before. Yeah, you're, you're right. I used to have a squad. And after that, I had a group that decided to follow me against their better judgment. <laughs> against mine, I guess. I see. And what about you? And You said you were a sergeant, didn't you?
3: Well, back in those days, I wasn't a sergeant. I was a... Uh, I was actually just another one of the many... Faceless uh militiamen. A raw recruit. Mm-hmm. Par of a squad and a <clears> captain. <throat> Little to say that as you already know, I'm the sole survivor
1: of that group. Oh. Um, Roland looks up at you and, and seems to weigh you in a different way. His, uh, his eyes. Um, it seems he's looking you up and down again and, and simply reevaluating. Hmm. Right? That's a tough thing.
3: Mm-hmm. It is. Sometimes I just... close my eyes and I still see them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, uh... I wish I could tell you it gets easier. Yeah. Uh.
3: Thank you for uh, your sympathies, but they're not needed. I've dealt with this for a good year now. Mm. It's time to move on sometimes.
1: Yeah. I guess I'm just not ready to yet. And Roland turns back to the fire. Is whatever, there anything... he, whatever he sees uh, when he's looking at the flames, uh, there is noticeably uh, there's notable melancholy in his features.
3: Mm. Is there anything unique? Is there anything else you want to know about The current situation
1: No No I think I think we'll talk more about that tomorrow So let's pray to the gods That That Carolyn Your friend Emma wakes up That would sure as hell Make this trip a lot easier That indeed it would Anyway, you should get some sleep.
3: Right. Wake me up when uh, your shift's over. I will. And uh, Jacques grabs his blanket and uh, huddles up against the side of the upturned boat and uh, closes lives and dreams.